Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Gerin Kelsey, High Elf Bladesinger. Heavenlit, the fire-kindled, wandering flameosifer. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can. Uh, so, we started off in the middle of a battle on the bridge. Um, and I believe I was down when we started. So, we ended up defeating the wizard guy and the giant... I don't even know what big old monster thing dinger that was trying to kill us. Um, and we had a little bit of a rest while we were on the bridge. Saw all the other battles going on on the various bridges around us. Uh, tried, uh, Garen tried to grab one of the other Arunas that were flying by and failed to do so. Um, and then we went through the portal after a little rest on the bridge. And we got to the land of forever birthdays. Yay! <laughs> Which I love. Um, but the gal there basically wants your firstborn child, it sounds like, uh, to have access to all of the other realms that she has access to. Or, in our case, we can go and grab the heart stone of hers from a blue dragon in the shadow realm. And apparently that's what we will eventually be doing. But for now, we're in the land of forever birthdays with the cakes and all the goodness. <clears throat> and, and one uh, point to clarify, Ben uh, was going to try and grab her and decided not to. And after murdering oh. a 10-year-old child, decided to be good to throw a rock at her. So that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do with dead bodies. <laughs> um so yeah, um, we are in uh, Bemetha's land, the land, and she calls it a forever birthdays. And Bemetha's birthday. You guys do get your rest in. Um, are you going to do anything the next day, or you want to head on to the Plane of Shadows? Well, um, maybe for her birthday gifts, we could get some more healer kit goodness, or some healing potions. I would love a superior healing potion for my birthday, Bemetha. Oh, I love when people give me specific gifts that they want. <laughs> Nothing is worse than when somebody expects you to read their mind. Right? It's the most annoying thing ever. We are so simpatico. I love you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and she pulls out from her robes, which you notice look like they may have one time been very fancy robes, but they're from a time that you don't recognize in a style that's something you also don't recognize, but they're kind of tattered and worn. She pulls out a very nicely wrapped package and hands it to you. Oh boy, thank you so much. And I unwrap it. I assume it's what I asked for. Yes. yes. You have one. Yep. One superior healing potion. Yep. I felt like a wasted present on a suit now. <laughs> Um, Margraine, as like he goes to rest that night, is kind of going to listen out for Lenore because he knows it's been a while. So mm -hmm. that's about it, though. Okay. In um, in the night, uh, Margraine, Lenore comes to you, though her voice is faint and her image is faint. She says, you're so far from me, my love. You're so far. Uh, I thought you were here with me. I have you with me. Yes, but part of me is stuck with time the part of me that matters the soul part of me and you are out of time i see 
Huh. Just come back to some form of time soon so we can be together. Losing my grip on you, my love. I will. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Maybe staying yeah, is I'll not such a bad idea then. Come back. <laughs> All right. And in the middle of the night, Garen, you hear a noise. You wake up in your bed. Very nice bed. Very nice room. Maybe a little childish. Um, the bed itself looks like a racing chariot converted <laughs> into a bed. And standing over you is the ghost form of Aruna. And she looks down at you and says, My father will kill you. You're a bad, bad man. You're evil to the core. I cannot deny it. You know how evil you are. Then you will face an evil fate. Possibly. And then you hear a slight knock at the door. Bimitha pops her head in and says, Oh, I'm so sorry. She got away from me. Oh, no, no. It's okay. Thank you for being a gracious guest. These children, they're hard to control. Really? Do you not have children? Have you Mm -hmm. never? No. No. They are so the light of my life. But they do cause some frustration from time to time. Well, she did not murder me in my sleep, so I guess that is a good thing. You have some control over her. Yeah, she's a good girl. And she takes her, and you hear the door shut, and then you hear a slight yell from Aruna, and almost like a sucking sound. Like a... Like a... Sound? Yeah. Yep. Do I have any idea what I think that could be? Nope. All right. Bevitha just sucked up her life's force with a straw, I think, so... (laughs) Um, can I... Sure is fine. Sure is fine. Can I sneak out and just... I want to see see what's going on. Yeah, give me a stealth check. Um, see if you can just, like, I'd say crack the door. It would be what you would do, you know, like, just from the, the sound that they're not too far from the door. So, sneaking okay. out would be... Uh, 22. Okay. Yeah. And you can see that, um... You open the door slightly. Um, Bimitha has no idea that you're there. She has her claws in the side of Aruna's ghost form, and you can see some energy flowing into her from Aruna, like off of her head into um, into Bimitha's eyes, nose, mouth, and you, you realize that's the sound, the sucking sound that you heard. I will... Is it like her back to me or anything? Abimitha? Yes. Well, it's like okay. off to the side, but she's clearly preoccupied. Okay. I will just slowly close the door and go back to bed and have nightmares. <laughs> and I'll, I'll snuggle snuggle up with Xena and uh, just have her comfort there. Okay. And in your nightmare, while you're there dreaming, um, you have visions of Abimitha... First, as a great warrior lady riding around on a horse, killing people. You have visions of her covered in blood, laughing. You have visions of her doing some kind of sacred rite with two other women and transforming into who she is currently. And you see her turn and look at you with her claws out toward you like she's going to suck your life form out as well. And so what I need you to do... (laughs) Oh, wait, no, here, I'll actually do it for you. Okay. Okay, so you wake up the next day, and you have one level of exhaustion from a bad night's sleep. Okay. And you've lost, your max hit points are now subtracted by four now. Holy crap. Don't have a lot to begin with. 
I feel horrible. I look at Xena. Is she okay? Yeah, she's curled up on your chest. She kind of yawns and does like a cat stretch. And then turns around a few times on your chest and goes back to sleep. Mm, at least one of us is getting good sleep. All right. The next day. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? I'm assuming you all congregate. Time to <gasps> kill a dragon, I assume. Comfy bed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Garen, you look tired. I did not sleep so well. Oh? Uh, the guest birthdays do not agree with me. Oh, what? Weird. Mm-hmm. How can birthdays not agree with you? We all have them. Perhaps we can talk about it later. Okay. All right. Um, Bimitha joins you I'll after your... Garen. I'm sorry? I'm going to message Garen. Sure everything's okay? Mm, it is not okay at all. Uh, I think she did something to me last night. Okay. But I do not want to fight her. <laughs> So, you guys are joined by a beautiful young woman wearing Bimitha's clothes. Garen, you seem to recognize her flashes from your nightmare. And she says, Hello, I hope you've had a wonderful night's rest. I know that I have. Oh, the land huh? of birthdays for uh, the forever birthdays is so rejuvenating, isn't it? That, that's less creepy. Thank you. Uh, less creepy uh, voice. You, oh, you getting younger magically is weird, but we've seen weird shit so far. That is not what happened. Are you all Bimitha? Yes, I am Bimitha. And Zalara, you, you do notice the clothes, once again, are the same, except they don't look so ragged now. They, they look pristine, as if just from a tailor. Interesting. Did you fix your clothes overnight? Yes. Yes, I did. It's wonderful, isn't it? Interesting. Okay. Is Aruna still around? I just want to ask her about her father. Oh, yes. Yes, dear Aruna. Yes, she must be around here somewhere. She calls Aruna over. Aruna comes over, and though she has been a ghost even last night, she looks somehow more gaunt. Aruna, how do you feel about your dad just, you know, giving you up for free access to whatever this place really is? Do you harbor any anger against him? My father did what he thinks is best, what I think is best, for the greater good of our people. Okay, that's kind of answering without answering. Okay, people like that in this place. Um, so what are we doing, guys? Would you like, like to, to go directly to Zoreg, the dragon? Zoreg. Uh, just to double check, you're not willing to accept gold for travel instead. 100% on that. We have. To- oh, dear sweet heaven knight, no. Gold is meaningless here. Um, so what do you know about this Zoreg? Would it be better to be just directly near him, or...? Do you have, like, a layout of his lair sort of thing? Well, his lair is in a mountain. It is said that the mountain is filled with lightning. I have not been inside the lair myself, but I know he is an arrogant creature, prone to vanity. I see. Um, he is a dragon, so a full frontal assault is maybe never the best idea. I would. I have yet to fight one, so I would not know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can put us anywhere? Anywhere. Would, would he speak to visitors or just openly attack? I think it would depend on the visitors and how they approached him. Um, you said that it's on a chain around his body, yes? Yes, around his neck. Is there a clasp? I do not believe so, no. Mm. Do you know how thick the chain is? I do. Is it like necklace thick? How, no. How big, how big is the life stone as well? The heart stone is... She makes a, basically, a soccer ball-sized shape. Oh. It's about this large around. It's unsmooth. It's pure stone, directly from the earth. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well. Which plane of existence is this dragon on? Ours? Shadow. It's on the plane of shadow. My home plane. Ah. Okay. 
So probably not directly in front. Or could you in... Mm, well, I don't know that we want to split up. I know there are two great leaders in the land. One a powerful wizard, the other a powerful warrior. The warrior is nearest the dragon. If you would feel the need to speak with somebody of that stature, maybe be around civilization. I was going to say time is an issue, but it really isn't. Mm -mm. Could you send us back to when the dragon was very young? Would that work? I can, but I can send you back to when the dragon was younger, when it first when it first grabbed my necklace or first grabbed my heartstone. Could though? You, could you send us back to when the dragon had just had a really tough fight and was nearly dead? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know when that would be. Uh, about how long ago in its time did it get the necklace? Probably about 500 years. Better. That's it was better. 500 years old or 500 years ago. Ago. So 200 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's okay. better. That is better. Much better for, for dragons, at least from Sam's speaking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can deal with, I should be able to talk to dragons fairly well. It's part of my clap from a rhyme point of view. <laughs> I, I think uh, you dropping us off when he's much younger is better. Could you send us to when he was a young dragonling? So we maybe friend him, bring us back, and then send us further in the future. That way maybe he recognizes us and does not attack us. Yes, I think that's a novel concept, but yes. We, we could If we go back to when he's young, we can have you guys say, fake attack him. Me, stop you guys, so he thinks I'm his friend. And then in the future, when I go back, he already likes me. And maybe we can talk him down rather than trying to kill him. All of this time stuff really is throwing my head through a loop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, who, who, wh would the people who had your heartstone before him be much more powerful than he is? Oh, yes. The okay. tribunal okay. took the heartstone from me. I know of no one stronger than the tribunal. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so trying to intercept it on the handoff is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. It's it not like a like... dimension jumping. Oh, I gave it pirate. willingly to them for this plane. It was not like a dimension jumping pirate elf in the tribunal, is there? No. Okay. <laughs> Things like that are beneath them. Hmm. This is just me talking, Sam. I don't want to kind of just fight him. No. Um, no. no. <laughs> That's why I hope for the befriending route. Yeah, I, think I like the idea. Um, I don't know that a fake attack slash. No, I don't think a fake attack is a good idea. Saving, befriending no. a young dragon is cool though. Yeah. If this, if this stone's as powerful as we're be, we're to believe it is, it's unlikely to just give it up to its friends or people have seen like two hundred years in its past. Yeah, Ooh. since you guys brought that up as a as an idea, I think it's a good idea because I'm trying not to be too meta, and also I don't know how dragons work. Why? Okay, so he's a vain dragon. There's also you need to befriend him. He may Maybe not take like giant... me just straight on principle because of my golden flake skin. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't what? know how dragons work here. So true. I don't the difference between chromatic, metallic, whatever. Yeah, it's not by the book. I mean, yeah, I, that's why I'm trying not to be meta because I don't think I mean, it matters. We could just straight not. go in there at its current date or when it's younger so it's not as dangerous or potentially not as dangerous and I just talk to it. That, that's a big thing in my class. Yeah. Yeah. No, we can talk to him for sure. Bevitha, uh, yes. why did they give your heartstone to him? Because he would protect it well. Okay. <clears throat> Who's he protecting it from? Whoever might want it. Yeah. Does he does he have like debts? Does he owe any specific group any sort of favor sort of thing? Any in there? 
Not that I know of. Obviously, he's not liked by many of the humanoids, just by virtue of his presence. He's known, he knows the tribunal. How is his relationship to the tribunal? Do you know? Is he friendly well, with them? Well, I think... Well, it's, it's hard to be friendly with the tribunal. But they... I think a lot of his vanity came from being selected by the tribunal to guard my heartstone. Okay. The tribunal are above gods. That's pretty big. So, if we were to say, example, go 20 years after you got your heart stuck, mm -hmm. would the tribunal sort of be the the organization that sends someone to do a checkup sort of thing? Safety inspection, that sort of stuff? They could. I've never <laughs> heard of anything of that nature. <laughs> they are so far above us that sometimes I don't think they think in those terms. But they may. <laughs> I mean, it's poten potentially a shot. I, I, I think... I think going after him shortly after he has the heart stone is the best idea. Uh-huh. His, she says, a lot of his arrogance has come from having it. Right. He's younger, probably less powerful, and we have a better chance of convincing him to give it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if going back when he's much younger and befriending him will do us much good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, how quickly can you pull us away? Well, I, I can pull you away almost instantaneously. So the second we get our hands on the thing, you can just bamf us out? Yes. Okay, here's an idea. Okay. Uh, what was the dragon's name again, sorry? Zoreg? Zoreg. No. That's X-O-R-E-G. Of course it is. X-O-R-E-G. E-G. E-G. Zoreg. Because my dyslexia doesn't make it hard enough, Alex. Okay, what are we doing, guys? I If we go... 200-year-old dragon. Yeah, it's like a couple of weeks, a couple of months, maybe a couple of years after he gets the stone. Mm -hmm. So he's still not used to it, probably not adapted fully to its power or any benefits it gives. And then my current thinking is you guys can sit sit ready in case things go bad, which you know, probably will. And then I can go in, try and talk to him and I, I pretend to impersonate someone from the tribunal sort of thing doing a follow-up. Because maybe they do this sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Bureaucratic sort of stuff. If he can give it to me, if I can get, convince him to give it to me in some way, then we can just out. Biomp. Potentially no fighting. Yeah. I mean, that would be the ideal. I'm <laughs> very good at convincing people. But there's also the issue of once we take this, how likely the other tribunal to come against us by taking this off their selected person? I'm sure they wouldn't even think about you. It would be me they'd be after if anyone. I mean, that sounds like a win-win then to me. <laughs> this is just Sam speaking. I super want to just kill Bevitha. But anyway. <laughs> um, Other than the soul-sucking, she's fine. <laughs> I mean... Okay, sure. Let's, let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And okay. stop go. talking about it, yeah? So it where, where exactly are you going to go? Like, just directly to... Shortly after he got it. But I mean, are you going, like, right in front of him? Or do you want to be, like, on the uh, down the mountain and you have to go up to him? How, how, do you want to be in a, a town near him? I mean, for the... At his doorstep? Person, for me in person at the tribunal, it probably makes sense for me to appear in front of him. Like, they're meant to be really powerful. They're not going to just piss about walking up the mountains, are they? Yeah, I agree. But you guys should probably not be right there as well. You should probably be, like, say, down a corridor or something. I was going to say, if she can pinpoint exactly where people go, put Hibonite immediately in front and put us, like... Hanging off in the wings. Yeah, like 100 feet down the hallway, maybe. Sure. Because uh -huh. if we have to fight him, I want to be close. Yeah, maybe 50 feet down a hallway. However, like we could be hidden or far enough away. Okay. <laughs> this this can't right. go badly at all. I don't see it going poorly at all. Uh, two, two. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. 
Give me a second. Just I've got to. So just from my understanding, when it's when my ability says you can speak, read, and write draconic. Additionally, whenever you make a charisma check with when interacting with a drag with dragons, your proficiency bonus is just the proficiency bonus. It's not the actual charisma stuff as well, is it? It's oh, you would be able check. to add your proficiency bonus to it. Yeah, so I'd have mm -hmm. double proficiency. Yes, right. basically yeah. expertise talking to dragons. It's not. It's not. It's not my charisma doubled as well because that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be a four plus. That'd be plus 14. <laughs> okay. Skill. So she takes you over to a, she takes you over to a uh, circle she's drawn on the ground with a bunch of arcane writing on it. She says, please step into the circle. She chants some spells. The runes start to light up. You're engulfed in the light. Then Hibonite, you stand before a tall dragon. He's maybe 40 feet tall, sitting straight up, looking down at you. You do notice the very large necklace around him. The rest of you are back a ways. You're in a large, uh, basically a cavernous room. You can see sky above you. It's dark. It's gray. The blue of the dragon is even a little bit um, more muted than what you would expect. You notice that the colors of your own clothing are also kind of muted and gray. Um, you guys are back a ways. The dragon is surrounded by a large pile of gold. As you appear, Hibonite, mm -hmm. he looks down and says, What do you want, subject? I can assume this is the residence of Zore, I believe. I'm from the tribunal. My name is Hibonite. I'll be your um, liaison just for the security purposes. I'm just here to double check, make sure the security of the uh, artifact that we've left in your care is properly secure. I'll just be back every, hopefully only once every other century, but just this is the initial meetup. And I'll offer my hand out in a handshake. Go ahead and give me a <sighs> deception. Oh, please roll. <laughs> so that's a 27. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. I don't even think I can. No. Um, Dragon It's mathematically whisperer. possible for me to. Oh, thank <laughs> he, God. He squints his eyes at you, drops his snout down. Lightning dances from one nostril to the other. He sits back up and holds out his talon, shakes your hand. What is your name? My name is Hibonite. Yes, Hibonite. I've heard great things, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people excited about you getting the object. Can I inspect the object just, you know? For safety purposes, I'm trying to we, ensure its integrity, and then we can go about the check of your check of your lair. Any security protocols you have in place, you know, what's your emergency plans? Where's the fire exits? That sort of stuff. I'm unclear as to what you're talking about. Oh, the item's been given to you, but you need you know, follow-up checks. It's just I, I just want to make sure the item's been properly looked after, and that you know your whole lair is in the right order for the requirements we have in place. My lair is in order. And my I layer, want to believe it, you, it's, this is mostly a formality. I just have to do the checks. You know, it's just the red tape. He lifts his hand up and you notice that some lightning shoots from what seems like inside the mountain and hits in a bolt right next to you. Without reacting. No, it's very impressive. You have lightning powers. And I'm sure you know what the tribunal is capable of. They trust your abilities. We just have to go through the paperwork. <laughs> Give me a persuasion roll. God. <laughs> This is ridiculous. That's a 19. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> this is why I say it is a, I rolled an 18. It is a good thing. I don't want to be causing disrespect to you. It's, it's the formalities. Once we, once we get to know each other, these things will be, I'll be here for like an hour or so in the future. It's just, we get the initial steps out of the way and then we'll, we're all good for the future. He lowers his head. Well, sitting straight up, lowers his head down so the necklace slides down his neck. 
and lands under his chin. Could, you could may look, Hibo Knights of the Tribunal. Could, could I take it off your neck? It would just make it a little bit easier. <laughs> I was only going to be pulling left and right. It's going to be pulling on your neck. It's just... You know, I'm asking too much. You said you're from the Tribunal. Correct. The Tribunal told me to not take this off for anyone. See, you're already passing the first test. <laughs> already passing. That's, that's a tick in the list right there. And I'll start inspecting it. Mm. <laughs> All right. He's very tense. You can feel the electricity. All the uh, the hairs on your arms and your neck are standing straight up from the electrical charges bouncing around his snout. Um, I probably wouldn't. Know what are that. you gonna do? Um, you know that is such a great question, <laughs> and I didn't expect to get this far. If I'm completely honest, none of us did. <laughs> nope. Solaris <laughs> ready to dash in there, yo. Hey, if a creature's holding an object and I'm holding it as well, would Misty Step allow me to take the object with me? Or would it? No, I didn't think so. No, nope. we'll have to try that. Um, Hibonite will kind of think about for a second that he might just about think about doing. Uh, not gonna take it off. So Are you about else. done? J- just a, a minute more, just you know, making sure <laughs> it's got the right juice. <laughs> <laughs> How does the chain look, Alex? It's incredibly thick. I mean, it, it looks like it's necklace size for a dragon, so it's like thick. Um, I don't know. Does maybe it look magic missileable? Three C's. Yeah. What's that? Does it look magic missileable? If I, I mean, anything's magic missileable. If you want to try it. If I focused all of one magic missile on one spot, would it break the chain in half? It'd have to be really high level magic missile. Oh, I could do fourth level, but. Can go so south so quickly. Uh-huh. I don't know how this could have gone north, honestly. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I will subtle spell, so I use a, a sorcery point. Mm-hmm. Cast fourth level magic missile on a single spot of the chain as my action. Please roll high. Okay, I'm gonna say you've yeah. only rolled once. Or is that it? Um, yeah. That shouldn't be it. No, that's all you've done one level. Okay, so just so you know, and to create some tension here, you're going to have to at least do 35 points of damage to break this. Oh, I don't think that can do that. Can I renege what I just said? Nope. Okay, well, that's... Well, it's only def- no, if he can't get those numbers high enough. Um, well, just roll the rest of it. We'll see. I mean, I know you can't. It's, so you rolled a 10, a 2. It's 1d4 per an extra level, plus the force damage on each of those. Right, now let's just see what happens. Uh, so that's one, two, so need three more d4. So that's 22. It gets the extra force damage from each dart. That's 26 force damage in total on it. Okay. So you cast the spell, it dings in that spot. It definitely did some damage, but not enough to cleave it completely through. See, now, this is another check in the tick list. And You've got Zorag. Good enough material on. Uh, how, how close are we, Alex? <laughs> you guys are all able to get there. Every one of you, even you, Margraine, are able to get there within one one uh, movement without dashing. I'm going to hold on to the gem okay. for dear life. Um, okay. I'm assuming a big thing goes off. Yeah. 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 With, I would have heard with that. this magic missile. Yep. Okay. Immediately, what I'm going to do is I am going to pop Hexblade's curse so that I now crit on a 19 instead of a 20 on him. I'm going to pop Hex 
and I am going to teleport immediately right where he is, right next to him where the chain is, and I'm going to swing at the chain with my flaming hammer. Nice. If that makes any sense, it I don't. Does okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and I mean, you're going specifically for the chain. I would like to hit the chain. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say that's with disadvantage. Hit the okay. chain into his neck. So I'm going to swing with my well, flaming well, hammer. Before, at, before we complete this, hold on. Let's see what everyone else is doing. Garen, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and Zalara, what are you doing? Okay, I'm coming in. I'm going to try to sneak in, though, and try to get behind the dragon. I know that's probably not going to work, because that's a nine, but that's what I tried to do. Yeah, that doesn't beat his passive perception. <laughs> <coughs> Garen, so what like, are you doing? The side. Hmm. I'm just going to hang back and let us all die. <laughs> that's the smart play. Yes, it is. I'm going to I'm gonna use Maximilian's Earth and Grass to grab the chain try to break it. Can it do that, or is it a target of creature? Uh, it does see what it says. Uh, it does say one creature. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to cast slow on the dragon. Yeah. I don't know if it'll work or not, but... How does that work again? Um. So let me... Oh, Alright. 40-foot cube within range. <laughs> I'm, it's huge, so I'm assuming I can just bypass everyone else. Yeah, I mean, um, it's large, but yeah, you can. Oh, large. Uh, each target must make a wisdom save or be affected by the spell. Affected speed is halved. It takes minus two penalty to AC and deck saves and can't use reactions. On its turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, but not both. Regardless of abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. Okay. It, uh, I rolled a 19. Oh, yeah. <coughs> then that doesn't do anything. Okay. All right. So you cast a spell which fizzles. Him and I grabs the uh, hurt stone itself. Margaret comes up and is ready to hit. Zalara sneaks behind him and is very clearly seen. Margaret, go ahead and roll that hit. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Okay. Nice. Cool. Plus the, the <laughs> green flame blade damage. So uh, six bludgeoning damage plus six fire damage. Is that chain still intact? No, it is not. You've destroyed the chain there. Okay. Um, Hibonite's still holding onto it, right? Yep. Uh, Signal to go away. Get us out. Yeah. Get us out of this place. B- birthday land. Birthday land. Birthdays. Yeah. And suddenly <laughs> you guys find yourself back in the circle. <sighs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, overall, I think that worked. <laughs> That's probably the most well worked any of our plans have ever actually worked. It may have been the only one in 60 (laughs) sudden episodes that actually worked. (laughs) That was a Hail Mary if I've ever seen one. (laughs) No kidding. I I would have loved to talk that gem off a dragon. Yeah, I was going to try and like, if that didn't happen, I was going to smite that chain just to pieces (laughs) and see. Oh, okay. All right. You arrive back and Bimeth is standing there. You can see that she's kind of gone back to, not completely, but she's taller than she was before. Her skin's a dark blue. Uh, her eyes haven't gone completely black yet, but she's definitely no longer the young beauty she was when you left. Oh, you're back so soon. He, uh, I thought time didn't matter here. It doesn't, but what else am I supposed to say? <laughs> uh, she's not wrong. Um, she's not, no. So, uh, we uh, did it. I assume Hibonite's just standing there holding this giant... <laughs> yeah. Pu- puddle forming around his feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
<laughs> Do I feel any magical power from it now I'm the only person like holding the actual gem? Yeah, there's definitely magic radiating from it. Um, it, it honestly reminds you a little bit of your own magical heart. Ah. Is it like, does it feel like it's part of Castract or? It's the Earth version. No. It's not that the same kind of thing. I'm just saying there are similarities to it, but it's not right. like the, it doesn't. You, you, it's not the same color as Solara's bracelet thing, is it? Nope. Okay. Well, there goes the two things I thought it could be. Um, she holds out her hand. You mm-hmm. look. You look marvelous in your new suit, my fair Hibernate. I mean, may I, I may need a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Any new suit you want, just give me the heart stone. So you, you seem a bit agitated. Yes. And this morning, there's the whole weird magical stuff, and you know, Runa felt weird. You mess with my brain. I would like that back, please. She looks at you with her eyes wide open. Give me my heart stone. And um, I will let you go anywhere you want at any time on your world. How is this not a fair exchange? Because you're getting very angry and you're scaring us, I... Yeah. We have a sort of history of really bad decisions that have affected a lot of things. Uh, I'm if just... you don't give me the Hearthstone, you will be making another one. I mean, it's, this kind of seems like I'm making one by giving it to you. Maybe you should eat some cake, calm down a bit, and then we can talk things out. Oh, yes, you're right. It's just I haven't had it since I came here. It's such a part of me. Oh, you're right, dear Hibernite. Bimitha was a little agitated. You've gone super creepy again. (laughs) I think I prefer angry you to this. I mean... You're not helping, Hibernite. I I generally don't in in most situations, to be honest. (laughs) I am calm now. Please give me my heart stone. Ben really I, does not want to do it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what other him. choice we have. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to do it. But I said at the same time, I don't want to be the, the reason for a TPK. Mm. <sighs> How sturdy Hidden. does the stone look, Alex? How sturdy? That's, yeah. That's what I was just thinking. How sturdy does the stone look? I'm gonna say, hit point wise, it takes 75 hit points to destroy it. <sighs> I could do that. How close is everyone to me, Alex? Everybody's right around you. You guys are all standing in the magic circle still. Everyone looks like they're on decent health. Let me just... Is she just outside the magic circle? Yes. Okay. Hibonite is going to, in a complete, probably stupid move, drop two sorcery points, one into subtle spell and one into careful spell, so all of my allies automatically pass a deck saving throw that is required from a fourth level fireball that's directed at point blank range on this thing. This will probably kill me, but Hibonite is tired of making oh, decisions. Damn. So she has to pass a oh, that's a really bad roll. That's a really bad roll. That's a terrible roll. There, I could How drop dare you, sorcery, sir? I could drop another sorcery point to reroll the damage. Yeah, I'm drop a Statistically, yeah, you should. <laughs> That's three points. Okay, so she has to make a DC 15 check. Everyone in the party passes it automatically. Uh, she take if she doesn't pass, she'll take 35 damage. The stone takes 35 damage. I take 35 damage, and everyone else takes uh, 17. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. So um, she does. We're at the stone. Uh, it's directly at the stone, but it hits everything in the radius. So. Gotcha. Yeah, you guys are all there. Um, sure. Okay. 25. 
So that hits her, um, but unfortunately she is a nimble old lady, <laughs> and so does pass it. So give me a second, because I gotta get her. I gotta get my scrap sheet up. So oh, I can write down her okay. hit points. I guess we damage, are fighting right? her. Yeah, we're making all the all the best decisions today. Uh, um, you hit her, it explodes, she screams. Oh, my children, they have betrayed your mother. And you hear a shriek come through. At the same time, behind that shriek, you hear the laughter of children coming toward you. You're surrounded by four of the ghost children. Um, Hibonite, what's good? what did you do? Everybody roll initiative. I don't make good decisions. This is just, this is more all over again. Five is my initiative. Because you all saw the ghosts that came up, they have horrifying visage, which means everybody needs to make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw or be frightened for one minute. Okay. 15. Natural 14. Huh. Zalaro? Nope, that's charm and sleep. Never mind. Wizard. Oh, wait, saving. Well, it's a saving. Okay. All right. That's good. And you know, these are crazy. If you uh, lose, if you fail that saving throw by five or more, you lose 1d4. Times uh, ten years of age, so you lose up to forty years of life. <laughs> Jesus, that's I'm insane. Elf, so I'm okay. That would, that um. would kill All right. Anyway, go back to sperm. Hibonite, <laughs> um, it's your turn. Okay. Um, can I see out of the room? You guys aren't in a room. You're just standing just outside the open sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, you're just standing out there. You've got the purple sky with the the haze behind you. Um, nothing really. Okay. So everything's open. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Misty Step. Okay. 30 feet away. As like an as awkward path that someone will have to follow as possible if there is one. And then I will put I want actually I want to Misty Step to a position where I'm behind the old lady and the children things. Okay. I then want to move ten feet further away and I'll use a fireball to try and catch as many of them and definitely this gem in an explosion as possible without hitting my allies, if that's possible. I mean, you'll be able to get um, Bamitha and one ghost, but the ghosts are, there's only five of them there. They're all around you guys, so they're that's not close. So if I, I'll do that, move 10 feet away, use a fireball. Okay. So it's only third level, because that's all the high levels I have. It's the highest level I have. So that'd be 43 points of damage on top of it. Okay. So that takes it down to, what, two hit points or something Why is there no bonus action offensive spell? So how many? How much damage have you done to it? You did. Uh, I did thirty-five. Thirty-five. Earlier, right. And then I did forty-three just now. It's like almost a max roll. Amazing. Yeah. Um. So that's. And how much did I say? Seventy-five. Oh, so you're so close. Yeah. It's like literally inches off. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my action. Um, that's my action. My bonus. So you've done I, that, I'm, and then you did forty-three damage. She's got to make a deck save, as do the ghosts. Or the I ghost. Hit well, don't I? <laughs> yep. The one. <laughs> one ghost fails it, and Bemitha. Dex. Fifteen or sixteen? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. So she does make it. <laughs> it's like 21 points of damage. It's still, still not insignificant. Um, okay. And then I'll use the, the 10 feet back in movement to, so I'm standing on top of it. It's, it's between my feet sort of thing. I can't pick it up this. Okay. Um, That's the most I can do. Okay. So, Garen, it's your turn. Sorry. Wait, so you put it on the ground, Hibonite? Yeah, it's like at my feet. But he's on the other side of you guys now. So I um, moved like 30 feet away so you guys wouldn't be hitting the explosion. Okay. I moved myself out of the explosion while still keeping them in the radius. And I moved back up to the gem afterwards. So it'd be like 
25 feet sort of thing away from you, if I'm correct, Alex. Right, but you guys are, like, facing Bemitha, and the ghosts are looking directly at you as they've encircled you, everyone else. Okay. Um, can I get just the bad guys in a 40-foot cube? No. Or how many able- can I get? Yeah, you'll be able to get two. Two? Two okay. ghosts or one ghost um, and Bemitha. Okay, one, I want one ghost and Bemitha. And... Oh, wait. Deck safe. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna... Let you do it. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna do... So, a uh, 20-foot radius. Can I still get Bemitha and one ghost? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially what him and I just did as long as... Now, okay. if it's, like, right in front of you, you know, it's gonna hit you. But if you can do it from behind them... Yeah, I'll okay. do that. Um, so, I'm going to cast Ice Storm. Ooh. At, I mean, at what level? It's only one level. Um, so those two need to make a dex save. 16 or 15? Um, 16. I don't know why it says 11, but um, 16. Okay. They both make it. So what do they okay. take? So they take... Um, so, well, they'll take nine cold damage and five bludgeoning. Um, they are in difficult terrain as well everything within that that radius is a difficult terrain right that's obviously not gonna matter for the ghosts but it will matter oh, for her didn't really think about that but <laughs> so let me do, do, do math it here okay okay cool so now it is zolara's turn and actually i, I want to move away from the party so we're not bunched up okay um are you just running through because you will get one attack of opportunity by a ghost whichever way you run um Okay, I'm going to bonus action Zephyr Strike, so I don't. Okay. Okay. And then run 30 feet away. Okay. Okay. Your so, turn, Zalora. Hibonite is standing over the rock, right? So he's within five feet. Who else is with by the rock within that area? Uh, well, nobody's like directly by it. You have Bemitha right. It's like okay. you're, if you're facing out that way, he's over just, here. Bemitha's right there. So Bemitha and then like 10 feet away or 15 feet away would be Hibonite. Right? I think we said about 25 feet. Yeah. 25 feet away. Okay. Yep. So uh, basically I have to choose either I go for Hibonite or I go for the rock or I go for Bemitha. Um... I mean, we're besties. Like, she's <laughs> creepy, but she gave me a nice healing potion. And she's running water. But I, I don't like how she acted about the rock. So I think I'm going to take a hint from what Hibonite's doing. I'm going to go punch a rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're going to have to run past her and a ghost to do that. Or at least past her. Um, or a ghost, whichever way you want to go. With mm-hmm. your movement, you can do either one. So, um you know, attack of opportunity will be had one way or the other, unless you have something that will prevent that. I can't remember if you do all the time or not. I have to be standing still for that to work. Um, okay. I'm going to do it because I will have disadvantage. Okay. You're going to, are you going to run past? Um, mm, I'll run past Bevitha. We're, we're besties, right? Like, mm-hmm. she likes me. She loves you so much. You're your best friend. You're not necessarily enemies. Like, you go ahead and the We're simpatico. She, she may think you're on your side. All right. She has her long claws out clawed hand she yells swings her claw at you 20 that's a disadvantage 17 (laughs) yeah still hits okay 19 points of slashing damage that's fine i still have nine points it's great okay 
Um, I'm gonna run through and punch a rock because that's what I'm doing. So that's 23 to hit. <laughs> 23? Well, yeah, it hits. Oh, okay. Well, six bludgeoning. That enough? Do I need to punch it more? You hit the rock and magical energy explodes out. Hibonite and Zalara take 63 points of damage. Uh, I'm instant dead. Ditto. Uh, dead, dead? Dead, dead. 45 oh, wait, is my max, dude. No, how I'm much six. did you have left? I had nine. Oh. Nine? I'm 25, yeah. so not 25. my max. What's your max? My max Subtract is 60. And what you have right now? 25. 25, so 63 minus 25, so Hibonite's not insta-dead. I am, though. But Zalara for sure is. Cool, that was fun. That's like insta-death, that's just dead-dead. Mm-hmm. Zalara hits the stone, it explodes, takes 63 points of damage, and we'll call the episode there. <clears throat> Fuck. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 63 of Beholder's Eye, Witch Dragon Boom. Remember, if you want to support Beholder's Eye, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. You'll find some awesome stuff there, get early released episodes, and teach one orphan dog to dance the salsa. We all know that arrhythmic, parentless canines are the scourge of the 21st century. Check out Kim on the most recent episode of Crit Storm, where she talks about one-shots. She's also DMing for women in gaming at uh, Crit Roll RP in an episode called Moon Mad Maiden. Earlier this month, she appeared on Eternia playing Queen Deborah. Deborah. If you can't support us financially but want to help out the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Of course, we will read that on the air. really helps us out more than just about anything, so... Thanks for everyone who's done it so far, and we look forward to reading yours. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholder's iPod at our website, Beholder'sEyeCast.com. Feel free to give us a shout-out using the hashtag ChaosQuartet. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara, at Metzgirl. And Sam, who plays Margraine, at Samsalot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Wretched Destroyer, Unholy Night, Unrelenting, Anxiety, Rights, River of Io, Long Note 1, Immersed, Ossuary 6, Air, Phantasm, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 Licenses. CreativeCommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0 forward slash. All sound effects by Zabsplat.com. Check the show notes for further details. This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International Licenses. CreativeCommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0 forward slash.